0: Lauren, did you know that in order to stand out from the crowd both personally and professionally, it is essential to have a strong brand with purpose?
1: You know, Michelle, I actually did know that, and I'm pretty sure I'm the one that that told you how important branding is. Yeah, now that you mention it, I think you're right. A personal brand is what makes you unique and the reason people will remember you. It gives you that edge, but sometimes we need a little help honing that
0: personal and professional brand. Which is why we are so excited to share the perfect guidebook to assist anyone who's looking to create a vibrant personal or professional brand with purpose it's called find your clear vision by lisa Gio. lisa has
1: taken her 20 years of brand strategy expertise and mindset coaching to help you dear listener find your own clear vision so that you can share it with the world it literally
0: is a roadmap to help you find your clear vision teach you how to show up as a visionary within your own personal and professional brand, and build your inner platform. If you are
1: looking to reinvent yourself, build a business, or both, but simply don't know where to start, then start by grabbing yourself a copy of Find Your Clear Vision by Lisa Gio. and it is available on Amazon. Simply search Find Your Clear Vision, and when the bright colored beauty appears, put it in your cart, and click purchase. No, Michelle, speaking of branding, I am obsessed
0: with her book's vibe and cover. Same, Lauren, and to you, dear listener, enjoy your journey to finding your own clear vision. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project.
1: I'm Lauren, and I'm Michelle, and we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on
0: in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you.
1: Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that
0: going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning
1: in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. It's me, Lauren, joined by my uh, co-host and sister. Yeah, you
0: guessed it, Michelle. <laughs> hey, Lauren,
1: and hey, listener. Sometimes you sound like an old timey person. Sometimes <laughs> I am. I love old timey person. I love it. You know, you know. Listen, I'm going to tell you what my favorite thing on TikTok is: looking at old timey, so 1990s, old timey things that bring me back to core memories, like core what? memories that make my Body like, like, mutter with happiness.
0: Multiples are multiples party. Multiples. That,
1: that they haven't mentioned that one yet, but the multiples, the outfits, you're talking yeah. about the outfits. I wonder who listening remembers
0: multiples. Oh, people do. People do.
1: Yep. The fashion yeah. shows. No, things like, you know, like toys that we played with in our youth that no longer exist. Like the bop it? like the- the, the the thing that goes around your ankle that you spin around, mm-hmm. the, the skip it. That skip was one. It. Or what about that ball that had like, it looked like the planet Saturn? Was it a poppet think- ball? It was like a pogo ball and you'd bounce that on it. The awesome. yeah, so yeah. There's that there lawn were lawn darts. My, don't forget lawn, lawn darts. Those, those were outlawed. Well, those are outlawed. Those are outlawed. Out <laughs> out <laughs> out there was a cupcake doll that it looked like a cupcake. And when you flip the cupcake open, it was like a little doll and it smelled like cupcakes. Andrea and I would get those adventure For and sure. those were like one of our favorite things. Also different drinks and foods that we ate when we were little. It just Gives you the warm fuzzies and brings me back to a happy time. Yeah, it's just I like to li-
0: old timey. Old timey's good. Warm fuzzies good. If I'm looking back at something, that gives me the willies. Or if I'm, that's, I'm not looking for those kinds of warm memories, See,
1: you saying the willies <laughs> is very old timey, and I'm here for it. The more old timey, in my opinion, the better. Ooh. Now we've got a great episode coming up for you guys. We talked about a really incredible story coming out of Colombia about um, some. Four children who survived survived a plane crash. Michelle is telling us about an incredible book she's reading reading called *Demon Copperhead* by Barbara Kingsolver. Um, We randomly talked about Kevin Costner and Arnold. Yeah, came out of nowhere,
0: but. We would change field. it for a thing. Le- no, because you know? that's why
1: we're pros. I have a list of things we need to discuss, and then we go on these crazy tan- mm. tangents, the tan- and then I bring us They're back. my favorite part, you know? Well, I think people like them, too. That's what we've yeah. been told. Um, speaking of our listeners, we have an incredible review from... Big Lair. Yeah. We mentioned Big Lair, Montgomery. I was going to say this listener back.
0: has a penis, which is rarity <laughs> for most of our listeners. Who is not <laughs> prepared for that. Michelle, take it oh, away. I would love to, especially since you and I did a little like detective work to figure out. <laughs> who this person was, it Mm -hmm. says it's the, the, the reviewer is Bo Hawk. Clue number Mm -hmm. one was Bo. Bo. And it says, shout out with five. Number two. Yep. Clue. Clue number two was what? Because sh- we shout sh- out because we knew that we shouted someone That's out right. now we're like oh yes and clue number three came to the end and we figured it out <laughs> but first i'll read his <laughs> review and he said oh shucks ladies your show makes me laugh it is very refreshing the sultry voices are mm-hmm. a highlight and it is different oh. than anything i listen to or watch good people mm-hmm. are hard to find and i'm happy to know both of you great job and keep the fun coming signed l m which At
1: first, I was like, that's my initials. Did I write What? Did I
0: wake up in the middle of the night and review? No. Those are... Okay, so
1: then we thought, but then we thought it was... His
0: wife. Lindsay, Lindsay Montgomery. who is the queen of candy from Bashboard <laughs> Candy Company.
1: Is. is. Yes, she is the queen
0: of candy. But no, no, guys, no. It's not no no, her. no, no, no. Let's give Lair, let's not give about Lair, Lair his this minute. This is about Lair. No. <laughs> this is about Lair. And Lair offered a review. And we want to say, thank you so much, gentleman He's- caller. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Old Timey, this I'm gonna just title this episode Old Timey. Michelle <laughs> no, Gentleman Caller. Yeah. It's like it's like freaking Anna Nicole Smith's ex or husband who called her Lady Fair. Lady fair again. That was her gentleman caller. Old-timey. Big Lair, thank you so much. Um, listeners, if you are looking for one of the most beautiful presentations of like gummy chewy candies in all of the land. Just um, dial like 1-800-Willy-Wonka, AKA Mm -hmm. Candy, um, Bashboard Candy Company. Mm -hmm. We will put her link, um, her Instagram link, and website in our in our show notes because I don't know if she's delivering yet. She will be soon if not. And she does remarkable work and it's very thematic. So if you have like a graduation or a baby shower, knock on her door and she will create something very special for you. Sure will. Um, other than that, I want to say hello to Ashley Tennant, who I saw last night at Jazz and at the shed. Um, we'll talk more about that in the body of our, po- of our podcast episode today. But Ashley was just a delight to meet. She was so fun. We hear a lot like people will write in and be like hey i saw you at you know the pigs but i didn't want to come up and say hi and i love meeting our whiffs our weird internet friends because what we have here is a community and we love our community mm-hmm. and we want it to get bigger and brighter and we just love meeting you yeah. guys so ashley it was a pleasure to meet you and your lovely little lady daughter yeah. and um you guys if you ever see us out please stop by and say hello please do it means the world to us all right, we have one heck of a podcast episode, as I mentioned. Um, enjoy, you guys, and stay cozy. And action. action. <laughs>
0: Man,
1: we're where, did you, where did you get that like that action
0: voice? Is that what you imagine well, that's it what would I, sound what, like? That's what Anthony looks like, right? Right before he has that guy <laughs> clap that board.
1: What's that called? That board. What's that called? I don't know. I don't know what the board is called that the clapper yeah, for directing. The, it's to keep it's to keep track
0: of scenes and takes. We should do that for Daniel moving forward. We, we should get, get a get clapper. one of those board clappers those black and white. We should know what this is called <clears>
1: next time. I'm going I can find out. Let me just put this
0: thing on. You know what? On. I remember the days when we used to just wonder what things meant and then just drifted off into our own imaginations because Google didn't exist. And now it's like you feel like a lazy moron who also (laughs) is not interested in learning more if you first, like, I hate like, hey, can you tell me the answer to so-and-so? And And their response is Google it. What? Well,
1: everything is Google No, I know. I want
0: the human, I want a human Um, convo.
1: Remember, there was the, there was like a rumor going back, and I just saw a meme. Do re- you remember the Wonder Years? Of course, right? of course, with Brett Savage. Who, right? Um, who is the Paul? So there's Paul, Paul the nerdy, the, the nerdy Years. friend. Yeah, and people. Um, there was like a big rumor, like when we were younger, that Paul was actually Marilyn Manson. Oh that do you know this? Uh, no, you're like jogging,
0: you're jogging my memory. You're jogging. Yeah.
1: So like back in the day, it was like, did you know that Marilyn Manson was Paul from The Wonder Years? Which isn't true at all. Like those are two totally different people. And Back in the day, there was like no Google, like you're saying. So, so you're, you're just really, kind of like, did you hear Paul that Paul from the
0: Wonder Years was Marilyn
1: Manson? <laughs> like I I reposted that meme and I can't tell you how many people, including our sister Nicole, who was like, wait, wait it's not, that's not, Paul's not Marilyn Manson. Mm. By, oh shit. Mm. I'm like, no, nope. you never, you never fact checked.
0: <laughs> you weren't able to flip through like the library's offerings of pop nope. culture knowledge. No, no, you were not. No, no ma'am. Just go off All on right. your own. Um. Ooh. So, let's catch up, shall we?
1: Well, actually, that goes along. Okay. With, okay. Well, that goes along with what I was just. I was listening to an NPR Life Kit, which we've talked about. Yeah. Life Kit, great podcast. Always good stuff. Little 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 nuggets along the way, and this is a falls in the category of what I'm listening to, and I listened to an episode about like. For those of you who are kind of weirded out by the whole AI thing, here are some ways that you can fact check. And so the two things that if you are like looking at AI photos and you're like, I wonder if this is real or not, apparently like AI can't do hands that yeah. well. But like the photos with people that are made up, like their hands are always a little fucked up. Like there's a thumb missing, or like one finger is super long, or it's
0: like blurry and not super yeah out, outlined like, pristine. Sure. So that's
1: one way to tell. And the other thing I learned was, and this makes so much sense, and this goes for like anything. Like if you can't find any other photo of an incident that you're seeing, and you're not sure if it's real, but that's the only photo that's out there. Chances more than likely,
0: are, <laughs> fake news. I'm just am annoyed that I'm like now I need to look at pictures closely to inspect the the quality and the specifics. Oh, so weird. It's and, a, it is actually annoying. In order it to is determine, annoying. Well, this is the deal. Guess what? I'm not going to do that. So
1: Oh, so you're just going to go along with it. Like I said before, and I I watched another movie on cults. You
0: are the type that might fall into a cult. I might. I might. <laughs> People will know if we're not podcasting together in a year. Where's Michelle? <laughs> She's in a cult. I don't know.
1: You fell into like an AI. Cult. I'm just not
0: looking at people's hands. I don't. I barely look at my <laughs> own. I blame you.
1: Um, so last night we went to one of my favorite summer things to do in the city is Jazzing at the Shed.
0: Now you get this with a free yeah. membership or something. How does that go?
1: You're, it's free. It, your, yeah, free access, free access if you are a member. Yeah, And um, it's just a great night. They've got a great um, jazz, different jazz quartets and, you know, whatever. Trios like the and ensembles. Trios. I almost said triplets, but trios yeah, triplets and ensembles. Right. That would be the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. So they're all over. There's one like by the big main aquarium in the middle where he like greets the people. So there's like a little jazz trio there. And there was a man sitting by himself just loving it. We always go outside. Um, and they put up a tent so you get a beautiful view of the oh, skyline yeah. and there was like more of like a Bossa Nova um, uh, c- quartet now playing. what exactly so is need, that more Brazilian type of jazz if you know that song the girl from Ep- Eponina Eponina oh come on Lauren you No, know, oh yeah dun, I mean dun, I'm kind of getting dun, it dun, dun, dun. here just give me a minute okay. um, well what's interesting and so cr- random here
0: Hold on. There we go. Can you play it a little louder? Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Isn't that lovely? Okay, here we go. Hold on real quick. Ah. close <laughs> so
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, she actually just passed away, this woman that sang this song, just about a week ago. Um, so it's kind of, and I love that song and I love that kind of music. So that's the type of music you'll hear out on, um, kind of like the terrace. Mm wonderful night great drinks like they have like legit like good cocktails fine wine it's not and good food yeah it's really worth it and i will tell you what debbie with a y tuned uh clued us into tuesdays on the terrace at the mca so that's the museum of contemporary art which happens to be one of my favorite museums in the city and every tuesday uh doors open around five-ish music starts around six six you can go out there on the terrace bring chairs and Enjoy some art, some music, and have a cocktail—or not a cocktail—and just have a beautiful summer night. That sounds lovely. Free. I have a Free. question. I have
0: a question. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Where did your yeah. love for um, jazz come from? How did you? It's a good
1: question. Well, I've been going with Dad for many years to this to jazz at the shed. I love jazz. I love going to. Oh my God, the the clubs in Chicago are great. Andy's Jazz Club on Hubbard is one of my favorite places in the city. And if people have not gone yet. Oh, my God. And they take their jazz seriously. Like, if you're talking too loud, you get some, like, side-eye looks at you. You know, people are there to, to hear enjoy. hear the music,
0: to listen yeah. and be in the moment. Oh, it's moment. so
1: fun. I will say then, Dad is probably the one, very much so, that brought me into the world of enjoying jazz music. And we have a really good time doing that. Yeah, it's really, it's fun. And it's relaxing music. That, like, Bossa Nova is really just kind of chill. Great for summer evenings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What is, you know, actually, Michelle, I have to tell you, in, in speaking of music, I have been, and it sounds like our listeners are onto it as well, Yacht Rock.
0: I've see, been seeing a lot of this yacht yacht, yacht rock, rock floating
1: around. Yeah, yacht rock, mm-hmm. and you will find a like um, Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. You know, does, does no? Steely
0: Dan fall under the yacht rock umbrella? Yes.
1: Well, you'll see them on the playlist. You'll see a lot of yacht Steely Dan on the playlist. You know, our mom Your, and it, brother Ben, the Doobie
0: brother. Uh, uh, yeah, our brother, brother would have loved yacht oh, well, rock. June
1: would have loved and ben, yacht rock. Ben, brother okay, Ben, listen. would
0: love yacht rock. Do
1: you know the song?
0: This is Summer Breeze. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm.
1: This was uh, this was a, f- a favorite of Mom by Seals and Croft. So this was um, one of my favorite songs, and when I found it on um, on Yacht Rock, I knew that Yacht Rock I was, right was for, you. for me. Kenny Loggins, Ugh. I mean J- uh, Jerry Rafferty, Toto, I mean, I mean, Hello Rosanna. Mm-hmm. Do you know this mm-hmm. song? Of course,
0: of course,
1: yeah. I mean, this is yacht rock at its finest. Now, doesn't that's uh, Daryl Hall, Hall and Oates? I mean, it's just it doesn't stop getting any. And better. the beauty
0: of this style of rock is you don't have yeah. to be on a yacht to enjoy it. So this you just kind feel of like rock you might, is for everyone. <laughs> yes.
1: Yacht? I don't have or a yacht. Not? I don't have a yacht. I wonder if Jeff Bezos is on his like four hundred million dollar yacht. dollar, think, yacht. yeah, yeah listening you know kevin costner his wife like i guess him and his wife are on the outs and his wife won't leave his wife won't leave their hold on 125 million dollar home i didn't know he was that rich hang (laughs) on
0: a second and also why does she have to leave can't she just stay in one of the quarters he won't even know that she's there what S- is seriously that oh, 125 one did, million i was like wait what i read that field of dreams did yeah that? i read that he gave her like a hundred grand at the signing of their um cleanup, cleanup and that should maybe their marriage hang on her? like okay yep, and then should their marriage dissolve i i think maybe there was another exchange of a small amount of money and also suggested that the the um, the growth of her hundred thousand dollar—let's call it a, a a doubt. You said hundred million. No, 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 no. It was hundred. I thought I said a hundred grand. 100,
1: oh, I thought you said hundred no, million. No, no, no. He gave her. $100,000. So he gave her a he hundred grand. 000? I think it's grown to four
0: hundred and fifty, and he's saying you can use that money to buy four hundred and fifty thousand. And he's saying you can go ahead and use. That money to buy your new house, and
1: he lives in a hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Are you sure we got the zeros yes, right? Yes, yes, one hundred
0: thousand dollars. I would be
1: like, I wouldn't with that. I'd be like, you know what? Just eat it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm.
0: That is ba- I don't B O D bag o dicks right there. Have a yep. good one. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, no, wow. no, no, no.
1: I just was in shock when I read that. I was like, I had no idea he was so really? loaded. Really?
0: I mean, the guy has been in some massive yeah, but, blockbusters, and who knows what kind yeah, of businesses a lot. he started.
1: Investments. Yeah. Right. Well, just to put it in, on, like to put it into comparison, like Jay Z and Beyonce apparently bought one of the most expensive homes, like in the area that they bought for two hundred million. And I mean, I know that they are ballers, so I guess. I guess, it, you know, you just 75,000, 75,000, is that the right math? $75 million. Sh- no, wait, I can't do yeah, well, $75 million. I don't know what you're,
0: why, what are you doing? Trying to subtract that from how much he spent <laughs> and what they spent to ship? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. They're rich AF, and I don't know <laughs> why she won't leave. Just go buy yourself a new castle or hide because she's in the pissed off
1: that he's giving her pe- sh- pennies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly she's when she's, she's living. Playing, she's playing the game, you know. She's not leaving. She's not abandoning no. home. I Eagers. guess we'll see what happens Eagers. there.
1: Speaking of baseball and field of dreams, you had a very oh exciting experience. Well,
0: I did. I had an amazing experience. We got to go watch. Um, my godson, Brady O'Connell, who folks have t- heard me talk about, killing my bestie, this is her son. He was born with um, cystic fibrosis, and they have been longstanding um, advocates and awareness spreaders. They've raised over Erasers. $2 million for this organization. Mm-hmm. Well, in um, CF, it was on in honor of CF Awareness Day, Brady got to throw out the first pitch at the baseball game. At the socks, at the yeah, white socks. On the mound. That's, Fox. was that his first time ever doing that? Yeah, that's that's a one and a donener. You're not getting that again. Oh, okay. I didn't know. People if are not like someone taking first pitches more than once. That's one. a huge deal, Poor man. memory, massive. More memory. was incredible. They, like, so many people from the CF community came. It was cystic fibrosis community and the O'Connells put on an incredible, like, tailgate. Um, honestly, I would have enjoyed it even more <laughs> <laughs> if. if I <laughs> hadn't stayed up past my bedtime the night before with my brother and my sister, Andrea. <laughs> That was Michelle, where you run into some problems.
1: This, my favorite part of this story is that Michelle... <laughs> you, well, what is it? You told everyone that your brother was in yeah, town? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan
0: was like, why did you do that to yourself? Why did you... If you knew we had to get... Because before we went to the White Sox game, we were in Hammond, Indiana to watch Will, William play baseball. So we were Damn. doing like an early morning... Double doubleheader. doubleheader, you know? So I was sleeping in between games. I was trying to hydrate. And then, you know... You know the thing is, is you see your brother barely ever, and you know to me, yeah. I, Ryan said, "Why did you do that?" And I said, "Well, Nick Nick was in town." And Ryan said, "Well, Nick lives in St. Charles." And Which you guys it's, like
1: is like twenty minutes from Michelle. Not far, not
0: far. <laughs> but we had a great time. No regrets. Nick was in town. You <laughs> act like he lives in like Wyoming. That's what Ryan kept saying, "He's like, why are you making this like?" I'm like, "Cause it's an excuse for me. It's a it's a Dude. reason to 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 make what I did acceptable."
1: Anyway, well, we're going to, well, we might as well skip around a little oh. bit. I know we, we usually go in order, but I might as well get to one of the hot topics. You know, I came across an article about why are our hangovers so much worse with a, tell me more, because let's be honest. Like if you over imbibe when we were in our twenties, I know we've all talked about this and reminisced that you could, I could drink O bombs. So Bacardi O with a Red Bull shot, I can drink that all night long as a 20-something-year-old, if I did that now, I'd probably go Diabody to the cardiac arrest, pass away, and I should probably not do that because it would be a horrible outcome. But why is it... So I'm going to tell you why then we were able to do this and not so much now. It's so simple. It's with age. Our body does not metabolize liquor like it used to. Sounds about right. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And it's almost like your body is just saying, like, lay the fuck off of mm. it like you know and I, I did a little research for us um you know it's just common sense there's really no cure for a hangover it's, yeah, it's all called, don't, it's called
0: abstinence it's called abstaining okay yeah and if anything they
1: say like if you're like gonna you know pray to the the gods that you don't get a hangover chug a shit ton of water before you go to bed like chug 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 lug yeah and take maybe an Advil yeah. and good luck and that helps it does help no it does help because that's part of it And, you know, all drinks have different, um, um, different reactions in your body. Like for me, I can drink my thing these days is if I'm going to be out socially drinking and I'm at a party, I will either have like a beer and maybe a little, I guess it'd be maybe a shot or a double maybe of tequila Mm. on ice. That's a nice a water.
0: little, little dabble, do you. And that way you can sip it for
1: so long. Yeah. And then, you know, between that, I you got to have your water, but I am I'm here to advocate for um uh, edibles because you don't get a hangover no, with edibles. You get nothing. You get the giggles and you get the best vibes and if you do the right dose, you're going to have a fucking great
0: night. That's true. Too. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, you know, I'm I'm feeling like I need to share what I listened to this week because it goes right in line well, yeah, this with what is we're exactly. talking. Um, my friend um and loyal listener, Anna uh Nodesty sent we are I'm on a thread with my high school friends and we're always sharing things that we're reading and listening and she sent this over and this was the Holderness family's podcast A Sober Curious Summer and this is the couple that they make these funny videos in YouTube like they're YouTubers and, okay um and they do this podcast on uh. more and they really actually sound like us they say if everything ends if There's nothing else left, they will be podcasting, even if they don't have a machine to press a button to press record. <laughs> they will still, oh, so be... if the world ends, they're going to somehow they podcast. will be in an a, in old people's home recording their podcast because podcasting is so it's fun, it's a freaking blast. So, um, my friend Anna shared this podcast titled A Sober Curious Summer, and it's the I think the impetus, well, I don't think I know because this is what they said. They were sharing um, their, first of all, the husband in the couple's family has dementia on their side and and Alzheimer's. And that was really the leading cause for his curiosity into dialing it back on the alcohol consumption. And his counterpart and wife is more of the researcher. She's not so much of a, she doesn't, she didn't typically drink as much as him, But I mean, you know, we're starting to hear this a lot. Like the research is coming in about the correlation between alcohol and dementia, and really, like the 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 reduction of drinking, consuming alcohol, is where you're going to reduce your chances. And that sign (laughs) me up, you know, like. They, they, we've talked about this. Our brother just brought this up when I stayed up till two in the morning drinking. Um, IPA. I think with our out of town brother, yeah, <laughs> our, our brother who hasn't
1: you. Okay, wait, time out. You were just chugging IP. No, that was just
0: for effect. I honestly, because oh, I was gonna no. say you're just to be honest. Now. To be honest, I wasn't even really intoxicated that night. I was exhausted, exhausted. from going to bed at two and waking up at five thirty. Ew. You know, that, that for me, yes. but still had alcohol over the course of a long night. And it still and does play. Big, and, and sleep in the article I read,
1: sleep plays a huge role. Like even if you don't drink a ton, but you don't get enough sleep, uh, you're going to
0: feel like shit the Absolutely. Next day. Like I feel yeah. like crap if I don't get at least, if I get less than seven hours, there's a nap in my future. And there's also like a brain fog, not yeah. really functioning at optimum levels. Um, And speaking of you were saying with this,
1: this podcast, that the woman did the research. And and so are they both taking a
0: sober summer? He's, he's really dialing it back. He is really, really, really dialing it back. I think that he's enjoying wine in moderation, but he was sharing, you know, the experience of actually delving into this sober, curious life. His biggest fear is I don't want to stop getting invited places because I'm not drinking. That's kind of lame. But that's What has been the experience of his wife shared, you know, she felt like people were like, oh, you're not drinking, so we're not going to invite you. And I think that's kind of the social aspect is the part that I think folks struggle with.
1: Um. Well, right. It's like, what am I, if I'm there not drinking socially, are people going to think I'm w- recovering in recovery, that I'm not fun, yeah. that I can't have a good time. But, but like, I went to a party last over the weekend for my friend Casey's 40th, and I was by no means hammered at all. Like I said, I had I had a beer and maybe two of my little tequila things, a little edible, a lot of fucking water. Mm. And I felt great the next day. And I had a great time at the party, most most importantly mm-hmm. i had such a good time not being completely intoxicated yeah and and honestly i could have had just as good of a time not
0: drinking at it's all it's so interesting because during the day i have such a hard time of just consuming water like it's a challenge like i have to be like you need to drink this much <laughs> water really hard really hard but strangest thing on like a saturday night at a barbecue it's like can't have can't sit there without something to be drinking why can't it just be water why can't it well, just it can be, be. It can It
1: can be. And I would be really highly encouraged. I know a lot of people don't like bubble Well, actually, that's like a lie. I feel like people love bubble water. And if you are drinking like a, a, a spiked seltzer, just, and if you're like, I'm trying to cut back, just cut back by not drinking it and pour like a LaCroix in a glass. Yeah. I personally, when I'm not drinking, uh, when I'm actually, it's been like this for quite some time now, um, just not drinking a lot as much as I used to. Even last night we went out to dinner, we went to Alejo, um, out in River Northish area. And back in the day, Anthony and I would have had two glasses of wine each and a cocktail to start off. And we had a glass of wine and it was lovely yeah. and it's enjoyable. But what I was going to say is I like to drink whatever it is I'm drinking in substitute of alcohol out of a, like a glass or even a wine glass. Like partake in like the festivity, the ambiance of it. You don't have to chug it out of a little Croix totally. can. But I kind of like having it in the glass with like a little lemon wedge or some strawberries because it just, and it just feels good and you can drink that in lieu mm-hmm. of
0: a bunch of booze one of the other things that they suggested that i liked um as a suggestion is is if you are really dialing it back and like say you're treating yeah. yourself to a glass of wine with a really good steak what? you know what like make it special like treat it, yourself good. Th- same thing Same thing. We've really
1: dialed back the drinking in our home and we used to drink wine like a lot and during the week. And now it's like, we won't spend a certain amount of money. You know, we won't spend anything really less than like 15, $20 -hmm. on a bottle. I mean, I know some people are like, what? Try 60. But like for us, like that's just a a nicer bottle. And if we want to get really fancy, we go into the nicer row of wine. And you're right. Like have one glass of fantastic wine Mm -hmm. and then that's it. Get a light buzz
0: and then go on and then go to sleep. And then, because that's the other issue, is the slippery slope of when you're, whether you know, sometimes as we enter into like this perimenopause stage, you know, st- stage, you know, like sleeping becomes an issue, and then you compound yeah. alcohol onto a already kind of changing, evolving sleep situation. You're just like compounding things against you that are dr- like not serving your health, but almost like you know they're playing against you that.
1: And we shouldn't also not recommend, because I've had so many of them, um, the non-alcoholic beverages. There are so many options out there, and there are so many ways to make water be more than just water, and you know, add some fruit to it. But the NA beverages out there, especially, it's called Gia or Gaia. It's G H I A. Their spritz is freaking awesome. And and there's a ton of like non-alcoholic, um, boozy or beers out there. You know, there's I a Lagunitas. right now? Just to try it. What do you I what have? I have the flagonitas?
0: IP. It's an IPNA in my fridge. Yes. And we have those. I'm going to crack it open. Crack crack that bitch open. So while she's
1: cracking it open, you'll find that there are so many different um, NA options out there that you can try. Some, they're not all equal. Some are better than others. All right. Here we go. All right. Cheers to you. Okay. Cheers to you. I've got my my bottle of water. Let's toast one another. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. I've had that. I'm curious to know what you
0: think. I know. It's good. Okay. So this has like the bitey IPA-ness to it. Um, in some ways, I almost like it a little bit better. Sometimes I love they're really... Them. I love that you have that. Uh, we have them for our non-alcohol drinkers. Well, who, now Great. I'm going to just start drinking these. Hey! <laughs> Did I ever tell know you the on- story about in high school when I brought a satchel to a party of sharps? Uh, non-alcoholic beers, accident. and I busted them out, and I was sitting next to my <laughs> high school boyfriend, and I was just pounding it. And he looked at me and he goes, "You don't want to slip that back in the bag." And just, no, those are not those. Are, you're not you getting buzzed? And I was like feeling real good. He's like, "No, you're not. Those are NA. <laughs> have a good one." No, stole those. Parents had those in the house. From
1: who? Probably for their they're, NA drinkers. They're non,
0: yeah, they're. Friends um, or something.
1: another thing you can do is have that one really yummy ipa first of all ipas are really high in calories and, and they're alcohol. usually their abv is usually high yeah. why not have one like you know one
0: and then have those afterwards instead feel like you're drinking but you're not that's the thing it's the, the it's the feeling like you're joining in the fun this is doable now I, i've heard the wine tastes like grape juice that's what they were sharing on their podcast there is one out there called
1: Shirley S U R E L Y and they they're bubbly they're like they're effervescent white wine is I've have I think that the effervescent non-boozy wines are really good It's like almost like a sparkling, they're not grapey juice. They're kind of dry. I enjoy them. Okay, again. Again. It's the spot. It's
0: the spot. Scratching the itch. That's all we're trying to do here. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Fun fact. Did you know that I actually hate filling my car up with gas? I don't. Seriously, you didn't know that? No. Oh my Lord. It's I'm a total avoider. I am the queen of running on empty. Running on empty. I actually have a friend (laughs) who I share the same disdain with over and we exchange photos of our gas gauges when they're on E.
1: Oh, that's an interesting text message. But Michelle,
0: what is the point of your story? Ah, that's right, my point. Okay, I don't think I had one. Oh well, yeah, I did, all right. <laughs> I will say since we're on the topic of automobiles, I actually love going to our local neighborhood auto repair shop for all of my maintenance. Oil changes, digital inspections, the whole bit. The name of my spot is called Vapel Auto Repair and it's right here in LaGrange Park. It's one of the most lovely, friendly, inviting places I have ever had my car serviced.
1: Wow, well Vapal Auto sounds like a dream come true, but I need you to tell me a bit more about this digital inspections
0: you speak of. I would love to. Digital inspections are super cool. This is where the mechanics take photos and videos of the areas specifically concerned within your vehicle so the customer can see exactly what's going on under the hood.
1: Okay, I appreciate this so much because I don't have a clue what's going on underneath Yeah, (laughs) you and me both.
0: Not only is Vapel Auto an independent, family-owned and operated auto repair shop, Vapel is a NAPA-approved auto care center. However, the part I love most about Vapel Auto is that you are actually invited to snuggle up in their cozy waiting room and sip on a hot beverage while you wait for your car's service to be completed. Doesn't that sound delightful? An auto shop that is cozy too? Oh
1: my God, Vapel Auto sounds like my kind of auto repair shop. Listener, if you are local or live near the west suburbs of Chicago and in need of a reputable mechanic that cares about your car and your cozy, mindful well-being, then schedule an appointment at vipelauto.com
0: or call 708-3520. Eighty-eight hundred. Ah.
1: <laughs> and you guys, remember to let our girl Billy at the front desk know that the Sister Project sent you. And now back to our cozy conversation. Okay, so Michelle, yeah. are you? I know you're reading a great oh book that you are my, dying to I talk am, about. So tell I us am, about Demon
0: Copper Demon Copperhead. It's called Demon Copperhead, and it's by uh, Barbara Kingsolver. I've read several of her books. Um, they've never disappointed. Um, mm. This particular story. Is um, about a young a young man who they call Demon Copperhead. His life is so sad. He is mm-hmm. born into a family. His mother is an addict, an addict who ends up um, leaving him in and out of foster care. His father died years before, and and, and he's narrating it. And so you're hearing this experience mm-hmm. of, of living, being passed around to some really seemingly like pretty shitty, sad places. Um, it, my heart broke breaks in some, you know, like I'm turning the page and and I, as a mother, you mm-hmm. just, you can't imagine how it must be for him to be going through that. But also as the mother of that kid who fell into this opiate addiction that was so, it is so Is prevalent. this present
1: day? Is it present day?
0: It's, it's around present day. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Now, I have a question. You shared on Instagram that you were reading this, and a so flurry many. of people came back. What makes this book and story so good? Is it her, her writing? writing. Is it it's, she's okay. an incredible
0: writer? She's an incredible mm. writer. Speaking, you know, from his perspective, like this voice, this person, you feel him. You you, you laugh with him, like he's funny. Yeah. There's like a she just nails it, and, and she's a great writer. She is, and I recommend okay, many great. The books.
1: Many of her books. Yeah. All right, yeah. Barbara Why, Kingsolver, Damon Copperhead. Have you read any of Barbara's books? No, no. And like, and I'm listen. Nothing new here, folks. Still reading The Gracier. Can't put it down. When I got it, I'm I love it. It's that dystopian book about um. It's that hybrid between Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's Tale and um, uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, but I did pick up your copy that I stole from you of The Power of Now mm-hmm. by it, it's Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle, Tolle. I believe. Tolle. Um and it's Are you finding
0: about,
1: any nuggets? I'm I just started it, Michelle, and I'm finding nuggets. I'm I'm really I'm really excited to dive deeper into this practice of being present because um I'm working hard on it and I really like how I'm feeling the benefits of doing wow. that. Like what I'm what's coming from that is really good feelings. Well stick and stick with less anxiety. Yeah. And I wanted to tell you something that has helped me too. I've I started doing this little trick to help me because I have the tendency and I, maybe many can relate. You pick up your phone to check something and now you're like in the, the death scroll, you're going from app to app and bullshitting. Story and my text life. Yeah. It's just, you get like sidetracked. Yeah. So I have bought a stack of post-its that I'm leaving in my bathroom, in my bedroom and in my, all my common areas where I'm at. Um, especially if I'm like cooking or doing something, like if I'm doing my makeup, because I get ideas or I remember I have to do things. And instead of going to my phone to go do it, I'm keeping track of them on a post-it note so that at the end of the day or midway through the day, I take those post-it notes and gather, I take a break of the day and gather all the things I've written down, either their ideas and put all whatever those things are in their place or check them off my to-do list. And I've been finding that it helps me um, stay more present and reduce... Reduce just the lost time of being on my phone doing bullshit. It's literal
0: bullshit. It's insane because that's like it's designed almost to just draw you in. I mean, it
1: is. And I got to tell you, the other thing I'm doing, and this is something I came up with just the other day, and it's a very active way to also create more mindfulness and presence. Is I'm putting. Books that I'm dying to like, I have, you, we all have these fucking stats. stacks of books, stacks, and not all of the books that we have are novels. Some of them are just like, for instance, this book, The Green yeah. Witch, Your Complete Guide to the Natural Magic of Herbs, Flowers, Essential Oils, and More. This is a flipper. So instead of bringing my phone into the bathroom or any place where I might have a moment to pick up my phone, I'm putting books in places that I might be placing yeah that i might be you know and just kind of pick up little things here and there instead of nonsense and just bullshit because i'm i'm kind of over it i'm kind of over seeing what everyone's doing yeah, not no that offense. i don't i, I just I'm don't happy care for them i'm happy for I'm them but just, i just don't I, care i need to fill my brain and my heart and my body with other things too yeah
0: yeah. The, com- the consumption of social media is, I, it's overwhelming. Well, Again, and I, I'm kind I, of over I will it. say the Kindle, it's almost like a Jedi mind trick to You almost, Thing. when you hold it, it you almost trick yeah. yourself into thinking you're holding yeah. the device. <laughs> so the, the addiction is fed, but it's like tricking it. It's like, ha ha, I'm yes. holding something that I have to plug in at night, but it's it's making me smarter, not dumber. Ha ha. Ha
1: ha. <laughs> Oh my God. I love you. Um, I watched a very gross, stupid and gross only because I hate like the exploitation of like sex. Wait, what's it called
0: um, Lauren? I I totally watched watched it. I watched this with Marcy and my girlfriends in Florida. Marcy and I stayed up for it. I hate this lady.
1: I hate her. I hate her. Um, it's you guys, it's on Netflix. It's a sex call. It's actually an, or it's actually an orgasm call. It's stupid. It's stupid. I actually don't even recommend it because she she just got out on like $1 million bail because she is being charged for um, like coercing and forcing her members into so, sex like, acts. Sex, so it of, was
0: like be signing up for sex work, but not know, like not like realizing, realizing that you are and you're
1: not going to get paid because listen, sex work is a real thing yeah, and there's laws to protect sex workers. But and you at least should know. Well, you should know and you should be voluntarily signing up yourself you know? for it completely agree so yeah i mean i don't even recommend it it's it's a kind of a waste i was annoyed and grossed out by it are you watching
0: anything worth mentioning ryan and i started this is random okay i didn't choose this ryan got the remote me. before me first but there's a docu-series about arnold schwarzenegger out right now have you well, seen it awesome no
1: but i love him and i love what i'm seeing in regards
0: to the i'm documentary. like kind of amazed by his story um i love him his story is quite remarkable how he got to, listen, there's a theme when you are following um, these, these, these professional athletes, these hardcore, mentally tough people that are achieving these massive goals for him, it was Mr. Universe, right? Whatever the, whatever the strength, competition I think it was, was it, this this is a guy that fell accidentally into this weight thing he saw a picture of a strong man that you will learn about in this series and he was like you know what i want to be that i want to be that guy i want to be that guy and guess what he did it he did all of it he overcame everything and that and and full circle moments years later finds himself sitting in the same room with the very person that inspired wow. him to do that but then he was like i want to go to Hollywood." I want to be a star. And he didn't, didn't. know for an answer. And he came from nothing. He came he's from Austrian. Isn't he Austrian? He's Austrian. Right. He has a rougher upbringing. Um, yeah. And he shares uh, the way it was filmed. I was sleeper, sleeper hit. I was surprised. Okay, how good much to know. I will it. totally watch it. I mean, we have to finish I'm, it.
1: I'm a huge fan of his. I've always loved Arnold. Anthony loves, you know, like the Terminator yeah. and stuff. And and what's the other one? Mom loved the Predator. Remember well, the Predator, I liked the jungle cop, guy. Personally, Michelle, I just watched it personally, three days favorite. ago. I, you know, I'm on my nineties kid. Boys have a penis, girls <laughs> have a vagina. My mom says my dad's a real sex machine. It's like, why can you imagine? That's
0: what it's like being in a kindergarten. I'm I
1: not know. a policeman. I'm a
0: princess. <laughs> All right, all oh, right. My sit god. down it's, now. I need to sit down now. All and right. When he like, loses his shit, when he loses
1: his shit, and then he comes up with like so, like he starts to use his like skills. academy training, his skills, and I'm like, I'm gonna get a whistle. I'm gonna do this for Luma. I'm gonna blow the when I blow the whistle twice. You put your fucking toys away. <laughs> I blow it one more time. You come back to the center of the circle. Okay.
0: Oh my god. You're gonna see. it. It's funny. gonna work.
1: Yeah. Great movie, by the Great way. Movie. Great freaking great love the protagonist love it love it love it okay now speaking of you know we just pulled out the predator in the jungle great but but by the way i in on my in my news feed i saw like eat these things to be more like arnold arnold and it's like greek yogurt is one of, of course, the protein. and i have to tell you my newest favorite snack is you know the yellow mangoes yeah those sweet honey we ones got about a half chop. a
0: dozen here what are you yeah. doing with them chop
1: it up i chop it up i put it in my yogurt and then i put little bucks um sprouted buckwheats but you could put granola you could put i add just oh. a little bit
0: it is that's that's what i might so make tomorrow greek
1: it's so good and i gotta give a shout out to trader Joe's.
0: it's the best full fat greek yogurt is
1: i've tried them all Forget, what is it? Fage, Fage
0: Fache, or And
1: Chavani, Fage, whatever. Caca. Trader Joe's. It, Trader <laughs> Joe's is the best.
0: Time. Agreed. I have
1: a story I'm so excited to share with you. Um, this is a news story that I've been following since um, the plane accident happened. Because as we know, I am a sucker for aviation um, situations. And this is a sad one, but it is an incredible remarkable story of survival of four young children now Michelle besides of what I told you do you know anything Nothing. Else not about one this story? thing not one okay, thing. okay just
0: just get I'm just gonna get cozy ready.
1: okay just get cozy because it's story time so back in May I believe it was May 1st um, a small small chartered plane crashed in the Amazon in one of the thickest most densely parts of the Amazon forest in Colombia and on that plane were three adults and four children. The plane crashed and upon impact, two of the adults pass away. And the mom of the four children, now we know that she was actually alive for four days. Oh
0: my God. Are you yeah. kidding? No,
1: no, no. I know there are some sad moments here, but just you're going to, this is the most beautiful story towards the end in the middle and whatnot. So many pieces of this. Um The mom has a little baby underneath her, less than one year old, like a eleven month old, and the oldest sister. So there are four children. There's a thirteen year old, a nine, a four, and a less than one year old. The little baby, Kristen, was I think it's a boy actually. Well, I don't know what it is. So Kristen, they turned one while in the. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, Leslie, the oldest sister of the four, she's 13. She saw that the baby's legs were moving underneath the mom after the impact. And so she pulls the baby out and saves this baby now. Now, after she saves the baby, she saves their other siblings and gets them out from the plane. Mom survives four days. But at one point, mom says, you need to go survive now. This is where it gets a little heartbreaking. very you. You need to go survive now. And your dad is going to show you what a wonderful man he is. And he's going to love you the way that I loved you. So go and survive. What do you like, mean the dad is, where's the dad? Because the dad the dad was not on the flight. She actually left. The, the four children had two different fathers. And she left one of the fathers and was going to get, Got go it. somewhere with the other father. There, there's a little bit of a convoluted. There's a blended story. family to... situation. There is, and there's there. She was trying to leave one to go, so there's some drama there oh as well. Boy. But it oh even, boy, oh boy, that a lot too, though. There is, but she says, like, your father's going to love you, so you need to go now and go find help. They're going to look for you, but whatever. So Leslie, the oldest of the three of the four, she grabs. She's so smart because here's something that's really important about these children and this family that was on the plane. They are part of an indigenous group of people called, and I'm going to butcher this, and I know our friend Carmen listens to this and she's Colombian. So I, one day she'll help me pronounce this better. The Toto indigenous group. Okay. And these people are Colombian indigenous people who um, you know their their lineage goes way way back. They have their own language. They were endangered for a while. They still are teetering on endangered, but there's more of them now. And they really know the land really well. They know the nature, the cycles of nature. They know what to, to what things are poisonous. Yeah, got it. Had this young girl, this family not been from this tribe, they probably would not have survived because Leslie was so skilled and smart and she had survival tactics. She knew how to use the land as resources and she knew what was good and what was bad. So, and she's smart after the plane crash, she takes from the plane, whatever she thinks the four of them need. So she grabs a bag of yucca or yucca yeah. flower, um, she grabs more supplies, tarp, a blanket, netting, flashlights, and took her siblings because they're set out to survive now. Okay. So however she thinks they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Um, so a couple things to know. She's she, well, yes. all
0: while taking care of two youngers and also an 11 month old.
1: Carried the 11 month old around, carried her. That's how the 11 months she, it's an incredible story. They hid in trunk Trees, they hid in the trunks of trees to hide from predators, whether it was human predators. Now these these forests or excuse me, this jungle are very densely populated with um, trees, as I mentioned, but also predators in both forms of humans and animals. Um, snakes, jaguars, humans, there's a lot of drug smuggling okay. and trafficking Got it. going. So you don't know what kind of human you might run into in Got this it. jungle. Got it. So had they heard something, they would have hide in and the hide. trunks of trees. They're so smart. They used gigantic uh, tree leaves to create shelter and create waterproof areas for them to just survive. Now they were gone for 40 days. Are you kidding? They were found on the 40th day, which I don't know. 40 is a very, um, biblical, it's, a it's like a biblical meaning. Biblical. There's something. Yeah. I think it, maybe Jesus was for, I don't know. There's, there's a, there's well, the, there but was 40s, a pop- was
0: 40 days and 40. Nights. Yeah. There's
1: 40 is a very popular. Okay. Number okay. In, like, so, so, there's a religious sense. so like when they found them, they were screaming miracle, 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 miracle. Um, there is a dog named Wilson. Have you heard about Wilson? No. Yet? Oh, Wilson. Wilson is the rescue dog, the search dog. That they would like, that let out in the jungle and sniff him out. They, The dog came, yeah, it's a sniff dog, and it was only in one year of training. This dog, Wilson, um, discovered a, a baby bottle. So they knew that they had they made on the away trail from the airplane. Uh huh. Had found a baby bottle. He had found um, some more signs of life, a half eaten fruit, and tiny children footprints. In the jungle, the dog. Now, uh uh huh. Now, what's even more incredible is the dog runs from the army and the search party. There must there are hundred people, about maybe even more so of the army, and you know, getting together indigenous tribes coming to find these children. Well, the dog goes and just runs off. Well, he finds the freaking kids and spends about four about spends some days, amount of days with the children. Just the dog. What? Yeah, the dog finds them. And so now these kids understand that this dog, they must, this dog's here for us. So the dog is now missing, unfortunately, but the army do you is committed. What the, do- the dog left the gr- the children, and now the army is committed. There's a search party for Wilson. They say, no, they don't leave anyone behind. No dogs so they, left they're, behind. Jesus. Nope. They are committed to looking for okay. it. now. So the now that they know that the dog, they think the dog was smart enough to to leave a trail for the re, this for the searchers to find the children. I mean, this is an incredible this is story. Incredible. Of this is incredible. So many routes of people helping yeah. an animal. Yeah. Not only that, this is one of my favorite parts of the story. They were hovering, so they were they had a helicopter, the army that would hover above the jungle, and Grandma's voice their grandmother, would, it was a recording, would shout, stay where you are, help is on the way, do not move, we are coming for you. And these, they would play this recording over and over again in hopes that the children would hear her voice so that they felt safe All and right. that they knew if they did hear humans, that grandma said that these people are on the way, we are safe. Uh, the soldiers were dropping boxes of food into this very densely populated um, uh, area. By, yeah. by
0: yeah, jungle. Wow. Did you say burial? No, I, venereal. Oh, oh, venereal? No, What's venereal? no I didn't say venereal. Well, oh. <laughs> venereal. Like that is something that you might not catch when you're swimming in the Amazon, but surely will catch you if surely... you hop into the Salt Creek River by my house.
1: Yes, you okay. will. Now, I mean, it was just amazing. Then they finally came upon this, these children after 40 days. They finally found them. They were weak. Dehydrated, just they were done for it. But they were they were alive and they scooped them up and they pulled them out of the jungle. And one of my favorite things that the um the the president of Colombia said, his name is Gustavo Petro. He said that the jungle saved them. And I really love Aww. that because there's so much fear embedded in what could have happened, but they used all these wonderful resources and the people that know the jungle. I just like their connection with nature. They really have such a beautiful way of knowing that if they were being helped Mm, by them. mm, Nature was helping and all these people that understood it. And this young girl Leslie,
0: 13 years old, saved her family. I mean even she's a man she's magnificent. Her being her in that situation. I mean, listen, that goes to show like when you are put in a situation like that. I mean you, Isn't you, you got you gotta do what you gotta make do. And just to be able to manage all those kids and amazing. come out, it's amazing. That's an amazing I've story.
1: I've been following them stories since, um, the plane had gone missing. And then, you know, they would say like, we found something and this, this community and this government was committed to finding these children just as committed as, as she was to surviving. She listened to her mom mm-hmm. and now they're all recovering in a hospital and, it's just wow. a beautiful story yeah, that's, that I wanted
0: to share. It's incredible. That one had Isn't definitely had the hair on the arm, standing up. I yeah. know.
1: I know. Yeah. Gosh. So that is that, you guys. So sober Colombian survival story. Yep. I'm just going around,
0: <laughs> shooting off here, coming back.
1: Before, before we wrap up, as always, Michelle, what are you doing for Cozy Mindful Wellbeing? being well,
0: um, I don't know if it's my perimenopause sleep habits oh. that are changing, but I'm waking up real early, and I'm just getting like how like early, like five o'clock, like some, early, like sometimes a little bit before, and I'm oh, like, wow. you know what? I'm wide awake. Went to bed really early, so I'm going to get up. So my I have been taking advantage of my morning quiet. Love and it. been journaling um more regularly than I have in the past. Yeah, just like, wonderful. Yeah, just like taking in some quiet before the crew wakes up, which seems like an eternity when you wake up at five and you have a house full of teenagers. <laughs> okay. What I, time do they wake I, up? Like 9 30, 10. If they don't have anything going <laughs> oh. on, it's like half the day's gone. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, oh, that was oh. a little bit of hiccup. Oh, what do you got going on I over do. there? I'm chilling.
1: Well, in regards to the yacht rock, I have been playing that for Luna and I after her in her bath, I play yacht rock. So she's kind of on a yacht. <laughs> you know, she's in the bath. And when I'm doing like her little massage with her lavender lotion and everything, we just have our little quiet time, music time, mm, yacht rock. And mm. I know it's, seems weird but i love that music and i want her to grow up listening to the types of music that i love yeah Yeah. (laughs) so maybe it'll get passed down and it's just a really nice moment that we have together and she seems to be enjoying it i'm not gonna lie i was gonna
0: say bath time at that age is fun because it's it's just like splashy and smiley. Why? Does it get bad or something? No, I think early on, it's like you're dealing with like this fragile discovery. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, she's at the stage where she can sit up. Yeah, it's fun. Bath time's fun. Yeah, it's so good. You know, I have a friend that said that her twins spent their entire kindergarten in a bathtub during the pandemic. Why? It was easier. because it it was was was, They were in kindergarten and they weren't going to school. So they were in the bathtub for hours. Must have been really wrinkly. They were like raisins. They started a band, the
1: Raisin Oh my God. You guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to get in your own cozy, mindful well-being. And if it ever, I don't know, crosses your mind to let us know what that might be, you go right on ahead and email us at contact at the sisterprojectblog.com And until further notice, you know what to do. Stay cozy, friends. Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to the sister project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators on their platform, so we signed ourselves up. But here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business, because in a way we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes and PS, whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you are tuning in. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.